0: Welcome to the Faith Talk Podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the Word of God. Now, let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello everybody, thank you for joining me today on the Faith Talk Podcast. It's such a privilege and a blessing to be with you in this brand new year, 2022. We're just getting things started in January and I believe God's going to do some great things this year. I'm coming to you from a little bit different format. I'm actually outside in an area where I go to walk and pray a lot and um, I've been taking some time to just kind of refocus and uh, just kind of listen for the voice of God, pray about some things. Uh, We're in uh, fasting season at our church and just believe in God for 2022 uh, for what he's going to do. So I've been just kind of posting some some things that are past uh, sermons that I've preached and things like that on my podcast. And I am going to come back live uh, and do the weekly sit down podcasts. I've got some people that I want to interview, some testimonies they have and different things like that. But for now, I'm just kind of just kind of taking some time with the lord and uh thank you for sticking with me and understanding and uh but i wanted to come to you today and actually outside like i said if you hear the wind or you hear any noise uh just to let you know that um god is doing the miraculous in the earth still and uh, god has a plan and a purpose for each person's life and Regardless of what you've been through, regardless of where you are right now, regardless of how long it's been since you have spent time with the Lord, regardless of where you were once with the Lord, and maybe you're not that close to him anymore, whatever that reason is, whatever that thing is, God still has a plan and a purpose for you. And the Bible tells me that the giftings and callings of God are without repentance, and so The purpose that he had originally intended for you has not changed. And no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how difficult your life has become, no matter how far you've strayed away from God, none of that matters. God's original intent for you is that you follow him and that he has a purpose and a plan for your life. And you are called, whether you're called to, be on platform ministry or not i don't know but you're called to do something for the lord you're called to influence people for the lord you're called to do all sorts of things for the lord there are a lot of people that you're connected with there are a lot of people that you influence there are people in your circle who need to know the lord and you are called to influence them you're called to change lives you're called to be a world changer and uh so I wanted to come to you today with that and, uh, and give you some scriptures and a story to back it up. You know, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 1.5 that he knew us before we were in our mother's womb. He formed us. He, he knew who we would be. He knew who we were. And a lot of the time we rejoice at that scripture and we get excited at that scripture because we think that God knew all the good things that he would have for us and he knew all the things that he would have for us to do and while that's true that doesn't uh exclude it's not exclusive that god only knew the good in our lives god knew the bad god knew the bad and he knew what we would go through and he knew the situations that we would face and he knew all of it he knew the temptations that you would have. He knew where you would stumble and mess up. And that's not to say that he foreordained it, that, that it was something that you were predestined to do, that he, uh I don't believe in predestination in that God planned it that way, that he wanted you to fall. He wanted you to mess up. He wanted you to be tied up in bad situations. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that God forced it. I believe that God gave us a free will and in our free will, He knew decisions that we would make. So it wasn't that God predestined you to get a divorce, or it wasn't that God predestined you to have a a messed up family. It wasn't any of that, but God knew about it. He knew that people would make choices, and he knew that things would happen. So when you read verses like that, where God knew you before you were in your mother's womb, he knew the good and the bad he knew the ugly he knew where you would be right now this very day he knew all of it and why he doesn't stop that while we live in an evil fallen world and bad things are going to happen as long as we're here in the earth until the day that we're called home to heaven but i wanted to read to you the story of moses just the very beginning of it and then talk to you about the life of moses a little bit because Moses had a very interesting and troubled life. Before Moses got to where he needed to be, before Moses became the deliverer, and before Moses brought everybody out of Egypt, there was a lot of trouble in Moses' life. And even while he was working for the Lord, even while he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, what he had been created to do, deliver while he was doing all that, there was still trouble. And so if you've got trouble on every side and you've got trouble in your life right now, don't take that as some sort of a mark that God is not with you. Don't take that as some sort of an indicator that God doesn't love you or you're not in your purpose. Don't take that as an indicator of anything other than this is a, this is the life that we live in. This is a fallen world. And Moses had trouble. He had a lot of trouble. And just because you have trouble doesn't mean that your purpose cannot be fulfilled and the plan of God in your life is not being fulfilled. A lot of the time in the Bible, when we see trouble, it's because there is the the plan of God being fulfilled in someone's life. And there is a purpose of God being fulfilled in someone's life. But I wanted to title this podcast today, God Still Wants You. God Still Wants You. Because there are a lot of people who think that they've gone too far, um, that they've done too much, that they've messed up too badly for God to still have any use for them, for God to still have any purpose for them, for God to still care about them. And there are a lot of people who struggle with that, thinking that God is mad at them, that God has washed his hands of them, that God has done with them. And that's absolutely not the truth. There's absolutely... No one in the Bible that messed up so bad that God was just done with them. The great men of the faith in the Bible and women of the faith of the Bible, a lot of them had issues. A lot of them had big issues. They they fell sexually. They fell uh, in different areas. They lied. They did all sorts of things. They, they murdered or had people murdered. And there were so many problems in their lives And a lot of people look at the problems in their lives, and they look at where they've messed up, and they say, there's no possible way God could ever use me. There's no possible way God could ever love me. There's no possible way. And God, every time in the Bible, still used those people, because God understands our humanity. God understands that we are a fallen people. And until the day we get to heaven, we're going to have those earthly problems. So I want to encourage you today with the story of Moses. The Bible says in Exodus chapter two, now a man of the house of Levi went and married a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw him, that he was a beautiful child, she hid him for three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took for him a container made of bulrushes and daubed it with tar and with pitch. And then the child, she put in it and set it in the reeds by the river's bank. Then his sister stood afar off, so that she might know what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, while her maidens walked along the river's side. When she saw the container among the reeds, she set her maid, and she retrieved it. And when she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrew's children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call for you a nursing woman? of the hebrew women so that she may nurse the child for you and pharaoh's daughter said to her go so the young girl went and called the child's mother pharaoh's daughter said to her take this child away and nurse him for me and i will give you your wages so the woman took the child and nursed him now the child grew and she brought him to pharaoh's daughter and became he became her son and she called his name moses and said because i drew him out of the water so you see this portion of scripture here Where Moses is born, and if you know the background, you know that Pharaoh had commanded the midwives to kill all the male babies as soon as they were born in the Hebrew community because Pharaoh was upset that the Hebrews were becoming too powerful and too strong, and he feared that they may eventually overthrow the Egyptians and take power. So Pharaoh said, we're going to kill all the Hebrew boys and we're going to let the girls live, but if there's any Hebrew boys, they've got to die. So they start this process, and and Moses' mother puts Moses in a basket and places him in the reeds in the river. And he is taken by Pharaoh's daughter and raised as her own son. Now this is important to remember, that God had a plan and a mark on Moses's life from the time he was born. He was going to be a deliverer. And I believe God has a plan and a mark on your life from the time you were born and even before that God had a plan for you and a purpose for you. But later on, we see that Moses grows up and Moses at a certain age begins to struggle within himself as he sees an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, he kills that Egyptian, he murders him. And so he goes on flight, he runs, he runs away. And when he does this, he, he is completely lost. He's completely out on his own. He leaves his old life behind. He starts basically, he becomes a farmer, he becomes a shepherd and he's just out and he gives up on who he was, who he was destined to be, who he was called to be uh, in in his family, in his life. He runs from it. He runs from everything that he's known, and he just says, you know what? I'm going to go completely assume a different identity, and I'm not going to be who I was. I'm not going to be Anyone, anyone recognizes I'm going to go somewhere completely different. Everyone's going to forget about me back home. And this is my new life now. And there are a lot of people who kind of do the same thing in the body of Christ. Something happens, something goes wrong in their life and they run, they run from God. They run from the people who care about them. They run from the life that they know and they think that they can go and be a part of everything that the world has to offer i'll just change my identity i won't be who i was anymore i won't be a quote-unquote christian anymore i'm not going to be around church people anymore i just give up and we see from the story that god never changed his mind about moses god never changed his mind about who he had called moses to be he had never changed his mind about who he wanted moses to become he never changed his mind about the purpose that he had for moses and moses was out one day and we see that god came to moses in the form of a burning bush And God began to speak to Moses. And Moses gave God all sorts of excuses as to why he couldn't fulfill the calling of God on his life. God had chosen him to be the people's deliverer. And Moses gave all sorts of excuses made up. You know, Moses said, I stutter, I can't talk well. And if you ask me to go before Pharaoh... I'm going to just stammer and stutter around. And God said, I've already made provision for that. I've already made a plan for that. And Moses still didn't want to go do it until finally God got to the root of the problem. And God said, the people who knew about what you did are dead. And this is important because God moses's purpose was so strong and i believe your purpose is so strong that god had already made provision for what moses thought that he could not do god had already made a way for what moses was going to use as an excuse god had already made a way when moses was afraid that people were going to know god had already made a way and god said the people who know are dead the ones who were going to come after you they're gone And so that cleared the way for Moses to go back to Egypt and free his people. And what I want to tell you today is that it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how long it's been since you've prayed or talked to God. It doesn't matter how distant you've been from him. It doesn't matter if you've fallen into some sort of sin, or you feel unworthy, or you feel dirty, or guilty, or whatever the cause is, it does not matter what you've done or where you've been. There's absolutely nothing, there is absolutely nothing that God cannot overcome with you so that you can fulfill his purpose for your life. He already knew your shortcomings before you were ever born. He already knew your proclivities your sins. He already knew what would beset you. He already knew how you would, you would be tempted in certain ways. He already knew where you would slip up if given the opportunity. He already knew that. He already saw all of it because the Bible says, like I said, Jeremiah, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He knew us before we ever knew us. He knew us before we had ever been thought about. He, he knew us before we ever had a name that was given to us by our parents. He knew who we were and he knew who we would be and not just the good, he also knew the bad. So when we try to come to God with our excuses, God has already made a way for that. He's already taken that into account. He's already taken into account the way that you 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 think that you don't have any qualifications. He's already taken into account the way that you think that you're disqualified. He already taken into account the ways that you stumble. He's already taken into account all of that. And today I came here to tell you that you have not voided your purpose because of something you've done. You have not voided your purpose. You have not canceled out your purpose. You've not canceled out your calling because of something you've done, because of a way that you messed up, You've not canceled it out. In fact, God is going to use that mess up. He's going to use those decisions that you messed up and those choices that you made and the ways that you, you, you stumbled and fell. He's going to use that for you to help deliver other people. He's going to use those situations, those hopeless situations that you've been in to, to help you set other people free, to help you pull other people out. And I came to tell you today, that God still wants you. He still has a purpose for you. He still has a reason for you living. God has not canceled any plans. God has not nullified any plans. He's not stopped how he loves you. He's not stopped thinking about you. He's not stopped caring about you. And the devil tried to convince you that God doesn't care about you anymore, that God has, has moved his calling off of your life and onto someone else's, that it fell to the ground that you're a failure or you're a disappointment. And that is not the truth. God still wants you. He still has a plan for you and you've not messed up bad enough. You can't mess up bad enough for God to still not wanna use you and still not have a purpose for you. And even in your dark seasons and even in your dark times, you may be in a dark time right now, you may be in a dark season right now, You may be hurting right now, whatever the case may be. God has not stopped loving you, and he has not stopped planning for you. He's not stopped planning good things for your life. He has written it all out. He's written everything out about your life that he wants to accomplish, and he wants to fulfill in you and through you, and all you've got to do is surrender to him. All you've got to do is say, here, God, here's my mess." Here's where I'm at right now. Here's where I'm failing. Here's where I'm stumbling, God. And I don't know what to do about it. Here's what what's going on, and I'm so bound up. There's no way that I could possibly be free on my own. I've tried, I've tried doing it on my own. I've tried getting free on my own. I've tried walking in it. I've tried praying. I've tried reading my Bible. I've read books and I've read stories and I've listened to sermons and I've worshipped and I've cried and I've laid on my face and prayed and and Here it is, God. I don't know what to do with it. And if you completely surrender it to God daily, one day after another, sometimes it's minute by minute that you have to continually surrender to God. But if you surrender it to God and you give it to him, I promise you, I promise you, he will take what is nasty and what is dirty and what's ugly and smelly and what's rotten in your life and he will use it for good. Because when you surrender to God and when you stop thinking that God can't use you because of something you've done or something you've said or, or some sort of a, a, a background that you have in your life, some sort of something that happened when you were younger or some sort of mistake you made or a decision that you made or some way that you were raised, whatever the case may be, when you stop thinking that that's what's holding you back and start saying, God, you can take me forward no matter what I've been through. God, you can take me forward no matter what I've dealt with. God, you can take me forward no matter what I've been tangled up in. God, you can take me forward out of this. And you can set me free. And you can use me. When you surrender it to God and when you give it to him, that's when he can work. That's when he can work. The life of Moses, if you really get down into it, it was a mess. Most of Jesus' disciples... The ones that we have some story on, some storyline on, they were a mess. The life of King David, it was a mess. None of these people were perfect. Life of Samson, a mess. But you know what? When they hit their knees and surrendered to God, even though they were human and even though they messed up over and over and over again, when they gave it to god there was absolutely nothing the devil could do about it because god still wanted them and god still had a purpose to fulfill in their lives and there are people right now who are out there who need to hear about the lord there are people out there right now who are counting on you they don't know it's you they don't know it's you there are people out there right now who are counting on you and they have no idea that you're the one, but they're counting on you to tell them about Jesus. They're counting on you to tell them your story. They're counting on you to come and to show them the way out of the darkness, to show them the way out of Egypt. All the while we're making excuses as to why God can't use us. All the while we're sitting and thinking why God can't work in our lives. All the while we're sitting and and giving reasons why we've messed up too bad for God to use us. And the enemy's keeping you in bondage to those things. The enemy's keeping you in bondage to your past and to your current decisions so that these other people don't get free. They're counting on you. There's somebody that's not gonna get saved unless you tell them about it. Somebody's not gonna get delivered unless you tell them about it. So today, today I'm telling you, God still wants you. God still has a purpose for you, and you might think, "Yeah, but I'm, I'm getting up there in years. I'm too old for God to use me. I'm, I'm too young for God to use me. I have all these problems, and maybe it's not even a sin problem. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just a, a, a handicap of some sort, or or an age thing that you think that God can't use you because of your age or whatever the reason. No, God still wants you." And God still has a plan for you and God still has a purpose for you. And so I'm here today to tell you that it's time. It's time, time to let go of those old mindsets, time to get out of the negative thinking, time to get out of the thought processes and tell the devil to take a hike because he's been convincing you that you're too dirty, you're too old. You're too unclean for God to use you. You've done too much or you've been too many places or you've been with too many people, whatever the case is. And I'm just talking to you from my heart today. God is not done with you. God still wants you. So today I want to pray a sinner's prayer for anyone who might be listening to this. And I sense that maybe Maybe it's somebody who who just needs to rededicate their life. Maybe you're the one that feels like God doesn't want you anymore. You've done too much. You've been too many places. Sinned too greatly. Whatever the case. So I'm going to pray a sinner's prayer. And then I want to pray over everyone. That God will renew your purpose. He will refresh your memory. He will renew your calling and remind you who you are. I'm reminded of the old movie, The Lion King. There's a point in The Lion King where they look at Simba and they say, remember who you are. And that's what I want for you today, that you remember who you are, not who the devil says you are, not who you think you are, but that you remember who you are. I'm going to pray a sinner's prayer right now and if you need to rededicate your life to the lord or you need to make a decision for him for the very first time i'm going to pray this prayer and you can pray it along with me say father god i come to you in the name of jesus i know i'm a sinner but i believe that you are a savior i believe jesus is your son that he died on the cross and that he rose again i believe that his blood has the power to cleanse me So wash me clean in the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Forgive me of every sin. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. In Jesus name. Amen. And now I want to pray over everyone listening. Father God, I thank you today for my listeners here on this podcast, their family, their friends. God, they're people that I care about, even if I don't know their face and don't know their name. God, I believe that you've joined us together, that we can come together every week, God, and share in your word. And Lord, I ask right now that you would cover them in the blood of Jesus. God, that every lie that the enemy has been telling them would be silenced. Shut the mouth of the enemy today, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would set them free from condemnation. Set them free, God, from all sorts of negative self-talk and negative thinking. God, set them free from the things that they've been telling themselves. Set them free from the things that the devil's been whispering in their ear. God, they are called and they are chosen. They have a purpose. God, there's absolutely nothing that they've done that could cancel or nullify what you have planned for them. So God, I pray today that they would surrender it. I pray today they would surrender whatever that thing is, that they would give it to you. And God, that they would go forward knowing, Lord, that you are with them and that you care about them. God, I pray right now for every chain to be broken in their lives. God, that they would not go on bound up, but Lord, that they would be free and God free to serve you. Free, God, to walk according to your purposes. Lord, we love you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. God, I thank you for ministering to my friends and my family. God, cover them with your wings. Comfort them. Let them know that you still have a plan and a purpose for them, that you still want them. We love you today, King Jesus. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to my heart today. And I pray that this blessed you. I pray that it helps you forward it along to someone who's maybe walking in this kind of condemnation, this shame and guilt, and maybe feeling like God doesn't care about them or love them or want them. Let them know today that it is the exact opposite. God loves them so very much. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I'll talk to you again real soon here on the Faith Talk Podcast. Have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk Podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshaefer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, Please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you and remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk podcast.